Hello and welcome to the Trading Success Podcast. My name is Alice Boyd and I'm joined today by a very special guest actually. I'm super excited to have my sister on the call with us today. Um, introducing Laura Boyd. I wanted to have Laura on the call today because um, she her background is in marketing, digital marketing specialist. Um, tell us a little bit about your area of expertise and your your career so far. Yeah, so I'm a little bit of a jack of all trades when it comes to digital marketing. Um, I've had experience in a few different areas, but essentially uh, my career so far, I started in public relations. Uh, I was very much a copywriter and a publicist, but I started moving over to digital marketing. I worked for the government for a little while doing things like the stop smoking and the ice ads, which was fun. Um, and then I started running my own business, a small digital agency where I specialized in social media strategy, uh, digital advertising. So you're looking at platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Google, Pinterest, all of those for advertising, uh, email marketing strategy. And now I work for a company called R Media. I do still run my business part-time, but I am full also full-time in the corporate world. Um, and my job was previously to oversee social media strategy at R Media. And I've recently moved into email marketing strategy. Um, and for those who aren't familiar with the company I work for, uh, I'm sure all of the tradies are familiar with the magazines that we make, such as the Australian Women's Weekly, Woman's Day, Who Magazine, Ellen Marie Claire. Uh, I help oversee the digital marketing for those titles, and I'm sure all of the tradies are loyal subscribers. Love it. Uh, of course, obviously. Um, and my personal favorite, uh, you guys look after Better Homes and Gardens, correct? We do. We look after all of the homes titles. Better Homes and Gardens, Bell, Country Style, Australian House and Garden. Uh, yeah, we oversee all of them. Awesome. So really, really big company. Um, and you've also got that experience, yeah, like you said, running your own uh, small business as a digital agency. So I love that you've got this exposure to, I don't know, yeah, how the corporate world works, the the really big sort of company, huge, um, quite high level strategy with really, really major marketing budgets. And then also with your own small business, working with sort of really, uh, working very closely with small business owners as well, um, which you know, our members working in all different trades range in size in terms of their business, but it goes from sole trader to quite large companies and everything in between. So you've got, I, I love that you've got a really good understanding of working very closely with small business and you know, the big top dogs as well. Totally. And if it taught me anything, it's that it's all well and good to understand big marketing strategy that you read in marketing books. And, you know, it's all well and good to say, well, Nike did this and that was a great idea and it was really inspiring. Um, those are not the ideas that are going to get small businesses new clients, right? So when I worked with small businesses, all of those big lofty ideas, that is not what is going to make someone book an appointment with you, whatever like Nike is doing, whatever they're spending $50 million on. So it was very good experience for me to see that when it comes to marketing for small businesses, it is a very different strategy and often much simpler and a lot less of the fluff that you will see people talking about on the internet. Oh, okay. I really love that you've just said that it's a lot simpler when it comes to small business because um, just to give, well, I mean, listen, you're my sister. You hear a lot of me talk about my, uh, I love my work. So you hear me talking about the Tradie Success Academy 
a lot, but um, give you a bit of background. Our members, uh, one, I guess, pain point that we often hear with them is that it's, it's overwhelming. Social media and whether that be the organic unpaid posts um, and the paid ads that people, you know, quite stressed about putting money into and then not getting a return. Uh, there's, it's a space that people are often a little bit intimidated by, uncomfortable by, because they are absolute expert geniuses in their trade and they never went to marketing school or business school. And so it's quite overwhelming. There's a lot to it. But the fact that you've just said, actually, like small business marketing strategies are a lot more simple and straightforward. Um, yes. Thank you for reassuring our listeners for sure. <laughs> um, so in all the I'll interrupt and let you know, I also didn't go to marketing school. So guys, don't worry. Yeah. Like I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you've had a really interesting, pretty cool, um, you know, study kind of journey uh, without going too much into it. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did study to really prove your point that you've just made? You don't have marketing school. You don't. Um, I went to drama school uh, and I was an actor and then I did a postgraduate degree in journalism. So I studied acting in New York and I also studied it in the country in New South Wales in Wagga Wagga. Shout out to the Riverina. Um <laughs> And I did a postgrad degree in journalism. Neither of those things are marketing. So both of those things are storytelling. Um, so if you've got the gift of the gab, you can market. But yeah, it just goes to show it's it's actually not rocket science. Um, you just need to understand people and what they want. So don't worry, tradies. We're going to be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And we're going to get you to guide us through a few little uh, fun sort of tips and everything like that today. Uh, so just to start with, I would love to hear... Just your thoughts on, I guess, organic, unpaid um, social media posts. So just posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram, um, compared to putting money into ads, actually investing in Facebook ads or maybe Google ads. There's obviously different sort of spaces, um, but I'd love to hear maybe a bit of pros and cons. Um, some of the opinions that you that you have in that space for yeah, our, our members trade businesses that range from one employee to you know, 20, 30, 40 above staff members. Mm. Okay, yeah. So there's a lot of places we could start, but basically the first place I would start is just explaining the fundamental difference between posting organically and running an ad. And that is when you put money behind a social media post, when you run an ad, Essentially, all you're doing is accelerating your reach or accelerating what you could achieve with organic. So think of it like you're literally pouring petrol on a fire and the fire is the post. So if you've got a great little fire going, you've got, if you've got a really good organic piece of social media and you put money behind it, that fire is going to explode, right? Because you poured heaps of petrol on it. So you're going to get a lot of reach. You're going to get a lot of inquiries. Um, everybody will be engaging with your post. If your organic content sucks, it's just not effective, and we can talk about what makes things effective or ineffective. Um, you are pouring petrol on a bunch of sticks, and then you've just got a bundle of wet sticks, and you're wondering why no one liked the ad that you ran, basically. So all an ad does is just turbocharge what you've created, right? That's like the fundamental difference. Um, and in terms of looking at you know pros and cons and, and um, you know starting out advertising when you're a small business, 
I always advise people to really hold their horses and nail down what they're doing on organic social before they even explore ads because ads are expensive. Simply put, they are not as cheap as they used to be a few years ago. There are a number of reasons for that. The main one being that um, the way that we're able to track user data has changed. It's not as easy to target people as it was before. Um, ever since Apple updated their operating system and brought in all these privacy rules, um, we have to pay a lot more to reach people and there's a lot more competition. So like the golden age of really cheap ads is over. Anyone that tells you otherwise is a liar, right? So you really want to make sure that you've nailed down your strategy before you start pouring money into it because otherwise all you're really doing is testing all of this ineffective content and wondering why you didn't make any more money. And like, that's just a really expensive exercise. So yeah, I always really encourage people to absolutely nail down what they're doing before they even bother with ads. So like examples of people putting the cart before the horse, you know, I have clients who've tried to come to me for advertising and their website doesn't work or they don't have a website mm-hmm. uh, or it's hideous, <laughs> like literally the worst thing I've ever seen. It looks like it was built in like 1992. And there's no information on there. You know, I had a client once who had a website that didn't have their business name on there. And I was like, I I think we've missed a crucial step, my friend. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that's probably kind of important for, to have your business oh, name. Like, so, yeah. And, he, and, you know, he's like, I can spend $10,000 on ads. I was like, cool. No one knows what your business name is. So yeah. what I can do? So... You know, that like that's an example, right? Everybody wants to always jump to the glamour of ads, but it's like get your strategy set, get your ducks in a row. Otherwise, it is a huge waste of money because, again, you're, you're, all you're doing is reaching more and more people and showing them your ineffective strategy, right? Yeah. That's all you're doing. I love, I love a good analogy as well, and the, the petrol on the fire is a good way to put it. Um, and... I advise my, you know, our members so often around trying to look at different strategies, not even only, say, digital marketing strategies, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so focusing on the organic um, content to begin with to make that stronger, but also other areas that, we, you know, we won't go into today. But, of course, there's so many different lead generation strategies, whether that be in your business-to-business sort of space yeah. elsewhere. So, but putting money which is an investment it it's and it's quite a significant investment for people who are starting out people who um, really need to be focusing on building stronger relationships with ongoing clients in other ways um that's not to say of course like we're here to talk about digital marketing and why paid ads can be so um powerful but i'd love to hear your opinions on i guess who might be ready to be putting money into ads for their business? Who should be focusing on the organic content to begin with? So unpaid posts, um, how, maybe how to know where you're at and any anything else in that sort of space. So the first thing I would say is I always ask people the question, who are you, what do you do, and who do you help? And if you cannot answer that question, succinctly in like one to two sentences, we have to start with organic strategy. We've got to go back to the drawing board. So what I mean by that is um, if you can answer the question and say, I am, and uh, forgive me, tradies, I don't really know anything about trades. 
Um, if you were like, I am a plumber and I help property managers of real estate agents at real estate agencies make sure that all of their tenants get serviced within one hour when they make an emergency call. I would be like, great. You know who you are. You know who you help. Let's go. You're you've you've got a good starting point where you understand who you're talking to when it comes to your marketing. Most people cannot answer a question like that, and they're just like, "Oh, well, I've been working since 1987," and it's like we've already got a problem. Okay, anyway, that's the first thing. You need to be really clear clear on who you are, what you do, who you help, because most people aren't right. So it's like, have you taken the time to see? How old is your audience? Like, who are the people that you regularly work with? Um, is it women? Is it men? Are they middle-aged? Are they young? Usually when it comes to things like home repairs, that audience is going to be a little bit older, right? They're not going to be like renters. They're going to be homeowners. Um, you know, there are a lot of different things you could break down there. So you need to be really clear on who you're speaking to because it's not everyone. You are not trying to speak to everyone on social media. You are trying to speak to your audience who wants to book you for your services. So you need to be really, really clear on that. Um, so if you're a small business who's pretty new to marketing, that's probably what you need to be focusing on. You're not even ready to look at ads yet because you haven't really got that figured out. Mm -hmm. um, the time when you're ready to start jumping into ads, uh, one sign would be that you are in a position where you can afford to spend, let's say, minimum $1,000 a month on advertising and it is not going to affect your bottom line. It's not going to put you into debt and you are not going to be scrambling to find the money or really worried about not making a return on investment because realistically, you will not make a return on investment for quite a few months, you know, up to six months or more. Okay. It's a very slow burn. So if that's financially really uncomfortable for you, you are not in a position to be running ads and that's totally fine. That's not like a personal failing. It's not a business failing. It's just the facts, right? You want your business to be pretty robust before you go down that path. Um, so that would be the first sign. If you have seen really good engagement on social media, so what I mean by that is if you've had, if you've been posting on socials and you have seen people book an appointment with you based on that, like they've DM'd you, they've inquired about your services, they're clicking through your website, that is a good sign that what you're doing is working right? Mm -hmm. So all the information that you've got available to you in your analytics and your Facebook and your Instagram account, um, you know, your Google analytics, et cetera, that's already a good indication of whether or not what you're doing is working. Because if you're not getting that traction through to your website, if you're not getting that engagement, yeah, you're probably not ready. We probably still need to look at your strategy. Um, and then the final thing that I would look at, you know, are you ready? Is now a good time to be doing it? Uh, what should you be focusing on? is you also need to be really clear on where your audience is and where you should be marketing to them. So if you're going in and saying, okay, I think I'm ready to run ads and I want to do it on every platform, like I want to do it on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and Google and LinkedIn and blah, blah, blah. Well, I would say to you, you actually probably don't understand your audience that well. You probably don't understand where they're hanging out um, and where they're best responding to your content. Because realistically, they're not responding to you on every platform. As much as we tell everybody to be on every platform and to really be active there, um, your audience might only be active in one place. And so the best example I can give of that is um, someone I know who's an architect and runs a uh, interior architecture firm that deals with very high-end clients. So we're talking to people who spend um, 
a lot of money on renovations. Like, you know, up to a, mil- a million dollars on a renovation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is a lot of money. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the trades. Uh, uh, it's a million dollar renovation in my mind. That's, uh, that's, that's, some, a, that's a lot of money. Right. Exactly. So for him, the people he works with are usually 50 or up because they've got the money to spend. Um, they are not hanging out on TikTok. Statistically, we just know that. They are not finding him on Instagram. They are Googling architects in the region that he lives in. So, and he understands that from looking at his analytics and also from just looking at his clientele. So he would know, okay, the best place for me to be doing digital marketing and putting money into ads is probably Google ads. Uh, whereas he, he knows uh, organically, everyone looking at his content on Instagram is sort of like late thirties, early forties. So they're probably not ready to invest with him yet, but maybe they're thinking and planning the renovation and they want to do it in the next few years. And that's like a slow burn. Right. And then he doesn't really like need to spend the money there. He just needs to be active there because they're, they're going to grow a little bit older and be ready to work with him. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That long, having that longevity and that long-term strategy in place at the same time as having those leads, which you need to be coming through the door, actually understanding the different audiences, what your strategy, that's, you know, that's the difference between, I guess, strategy when it comes to digital marketing and pumping money into ads in a place that you just want some quick leads. Um, Yeah. So, and actually that, that kind of leads nicely to what are your thoughts on the different, the main and different platforms in social media, digital marketing, um, where people should maybe be putting their focus and energy, our, our members as trade businesses, like I said, that range from really um, brand new, uh, starting out to having been in business for a long time. Some people are doing major construction, huge project work that goes for many months on end. Others are doing service and maintenance, um, maybe very reactive emergency work with private homeowners. There's a bit really big range, so it's probably it's probably quite a big question. But and, and again, keeping in mind that while while a lot of our members learn and really improve their skills in the digital space, sometimes it can be overwhelming to get started. Um, what sort of platforms would you recommend people putting some of their energy and focus? Great question. So I would recommend people when they're thinking of this as well to think about how they personally use social media, right? Most people use some sort of social media platform, maybe not all of them. Um, so think about like how you use Instagram versus how you use Facebook, right? Instagram is where you go to like discover things and and to stumble across content. Facebook is usually where you go to see what's happening in your community and find the answers to problems, right? Like you might go on a community notice board and be like, does anyone know a plumber in my area? Does anyone know a babysitter in my area? You yeah. use the platforms really differently. So almost think of it like that when you're thinking about where should I be active for my business? So I would recommend um, absolutely Facebook. You know, it's not dead. It is where still the platform where people spend the most of their time, particularly older people. And again, I'm guessing that when it comes to the tradies, they are probably, if they're, particularly if they're working with homeowners, it tends to skew a little bit older, right? Quite on. Like parents with kids and that kind of thing. So that age group is spending more time on Facebook. Facebook is very much a community platform. So it's a great place to be so that your local community knows you exist 
um, knows what you do. Don't necessarily expect a huge amount of interaction, but that's where people are putting the call out for services. And if you're active on there, you know, they can search for you and they can find you. It is not unusual for someone to search for a service on Facebook first, mm. right? Instead of even going to Google, they might just look at like plumbers in my area. In the same way that you go onto Facebook and you're like, what are the cafes in my area? Yeah, are they open right now? You know, can I go get a coffee or is it closed? Um, Insta Instagram is a really great discovery platform. So it's a little bit longer term focus um, and a great place to be and a really great place to put, um, you know, your really beautiful projects or your big wins. Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram has become more of a search platform. So now we're, we're talking about in this space, um, social media as a search engine. That's like a big buzzword at the moment because mm -hmm. what we're finding is uh, Instagram and TikTok are overtaking Google in terms of volume of search, right? So what that means is more people are now searching on Instagram and TikTok for what they're looking for than they are searching on Google, which is crazy. That is crazy. That's, that's really mind-blowing. Really mind blowing because you used to go on, if you were looking for a hairdresser, you used to go on Google and be like, Where's the hairdresser in my area? It is not uncommon now for more people to be going on Instagram and being like, Where's the nearest hairdresser in Newcastle? Um, so that's how you want to think of Instagram. It's like a discovery tool, right? Um, where people are going to find you and they might follow you for a long time before booking your services. So that's definitely a place to be active. You're also going to get a slightly younger audience. No, I'm not talking about Gen Z. I'm still talking about homeowners and stuff. But, you know, they might be like the younger parent whose kids are in their infancy as opposed to the parents on Facebook whose kids are like 16, 17, and they're starting to look at renovating the home when the kids go off to uni. Um, TikTok is probably not going to be the best fit. Um, for the tradies, it is an amazing platform in terms of reach and getting to people to find you. But like, are those people going to book an appointment with you? Probably not. So like, if you just want to be known and you want your business out there and you want like clout and you want to be cool, like totally go on TikTok. That's really fine. But for my clients, I'm interested in like what's going to get them business. And if it was a trade, I would just sort of say, I think you're going to get a lot of laughs. I think mm -hmm. it would be uncreative outlet but at this point in time I don't necessarily see people people are not on TikTok because they're looking for a plumber mm. they're on TikTok because they're escaping reality they're not like seeking a service they want to be entertained TikTok is really insane absolutely and it's a black hole uh where <laughs> I spend a lot of my time but it is not where I go to find a product or service yeah, and um, like that example that you gave before about your architect friend who uses Instagram, even though um, they're not trying to get leads from Instagram that will result in work right now. It's a right. like a it's a brand awareness strategy essentially, a long term brand awareness strategy. And so, um, I guess TikTok could play a really nice role in that sort of space as well for some of our uh, members' businesses. Totally. And if you are working in a business where you get like a really beautiful visual payoff, um, TikTok could be a really great platform for you, right? Because it's all about the visuals. So what I mean by that is like if you're working in like the renovation space or you do these like massive jobs, amazing. But if what you do is quite hidden, so if it's something that comes to mind is like, I don't know, like, a, you know, in putting gas pipes in the ground, 
I don't know, people probably, that's just not something they're going to be looking at on TikTok. But if you were someone who installs like incredible light fixtures, well, that's interesting, right? That's visually quite compelling. So it might be good on TikTok. TikTok's all about the visuals. So yeah, you've just, again, you've just got to look at like, who am I? What do I do? Who do I help? Where are those people spending their time? Where would they be looking for me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and people, yeah, are not are definitely not looking to, yeah, like you said, book services through TikTok for tomorrow. Um, it can be really great to people. Yeah, people want to be entertained. They want to see something pretty and something funny. Yeah. And I mean, and also something educational. People love to like learn and that sort of thing. But will it get you leads tomorrow? No. But having a, that closed approach, that very closed-minded approach to marketing, um, isn't really the most strategical outlook in saying that uh at when people are starting out uh, when our members are new to social media or when they're a smaller business so at the end of the day they don't have you know 45 hours a week up their sleeve to be doing really cool business development strategies um do they need to focus on tiktok right now no do i want you to like consider it for you know soon because things change so quickly as well actually um that's I would love to hear what you think there about like, oh, the digital space is so intense and it changes quickly and everyone's like, oh, the algorithm is saying this this week and now it's saying this. And I mean, what's going on? What, what's going on there? <laughs> Chaos. Um, it changes every other day. Um, every time I see the CEO of Instagram go on and like do a video post where he's announcing a change, I'm like, I want to throw my phone out a window because I can't yeah. take it anymore. <laughs> um, I'm done. But look, yes, the platforms change all the time in terms of the types of content they prioritize. What does not change is what people find uh, effective or compelling or useful to them, right? So at the end of the day, like the fundamentals of marketing do not change, which is that like people don't really care about your story. All they care about is like, how can you help me? What are you going to do for me? Otherwise, I'm moving on. Like, think about yourself when you see an ad. You're just like, is this relevant to me? Absolutely not. In a split second. You're like, would I wear those shoes? No, I wouldn't wear them. Do I want air conditioning? Maybe. Okay, yeah, I'll click it. You know, it's all about me, 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 me. I don't really care about whether you're like a good person or not. I just care about what you're, how you're going to help me. So those fundamentals don't change. Um, in t- what changes is like the type of content delivery that is being prioritized. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, last year it was all video and we know that that's going to continue. We know that because people spend more than 50% of their time on social media viewing videos. So Mm -hmm. video content will always win. However, the ways that the algorithm is changing, um, you know, less polished video, stuff that's just like shot on your phone, face to camera, or like, you know, like a bit of a shaky hand footage, Mm. that continues to increase in popularity. So great. That's something that we know. People love stuff that's really authentic. Instagram is no has just announced that they are no longer only prioritizing video. So you will no longer get penalized for publishing image-based posts. So for the tradies who like don't have the um, time or resources or skills to film and edit a video right now, no problem. You can post an image and you're not going to get penalized. That's how the algorithm has changed there. So yeah, all those like little fundamental things are changing. But like, honestly, if you haven't got it together when it comes to like your fundamental messaging, then like it doesn't matter how many hashtags you do or or like 
how nice your video is. No one cares. Mm, this stop stressing about the shiny stuff and get the basics right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I actually did see recently uh, that the CEO of Instagram came out and said, we, yes, last year we prioritized video and only video. And maybe we made a little bit of an error there because it, it went viral, right? That um that photographer's post where I, think, yeah, I remember exactly what she said. Was it like, keep Instagram, eat Instagram. I just want to see photos yeah. of friends. Exactly. Exactly. So what they have done is they realize like Instagram was originally a community platform. It's where you went to see what your friends and family were doing on their holidays and that kind of thing. Um, what they have done is they've tried to be more like TikTok where they've sort of made it that in your main Instagram feed, you'll see content from other creators and accounts that you don't even follow. Mm. Uh, and that's very TikTok. That's the TikTok um, for you page where it's just randomly generated content. You may follow it. You may not. Yep. Um, have tried to do that. They're going to continue doing that, but they now give you the option to select a feed of only people you follow. So it's really good for the tradies because you guys can still reach accounts that you don't follow by mm. creating good by using relevant hashtags around the kind of work that you do um, by keeping it short and snappy. And yeah, you, you'll get promoted to other accounts that don't follow you, which is amazing for exposure. But um, yeah, as a whole, Instagram is sort of trying to like rein it in a bit and stop just being TikTok 2.0, which is great for anyone who doesn't know how to do video. That's amazing news. Yeah, TikTok. I mean, Instagram, stop being a tryhard and trying to be TikTok, okay? Like you'll never be. Yeah, stop trying to be TikTok. <laughs> we have TikTok for a reason. We get it. We love TikTok, but we get it. Just chill out. Um, but in saying that, of course, so it's it. I guess um, some maybe some advice, take a balanced look at photo and video because, of course, it's not everyone loves to consume video, so we're not saying don't do videos on Instagram, but if you have the capability to do it, people, like I said, people spend most of their time viewing videos, so that's amazing. If you have the time to do it, great, but if you don't, you won't necessarily be penalised for it is what we're saying. Yeah, no, amazing. Um, so I guess to... To wrap things up a little bit, uh, I know personally that you are a little bit of a, you you love a good, I don't want to say conspiracy theory as if you have lost your marbles or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, we have a lot of these sort of chats about, uh, I don't know, all sorts of things from the world ending to AI is taking over, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear what uh, what sort of predictions do you have in the social media world for 2023 or maybe a little bit beyond in the not too distant future? Okay. So number one, AI. Yep. It's not going anywhere. Generative AI. So if the one everybody's talking about is ChatGPT. Um, Google just released a competitor called Bard, B-A-R-D. Um, that's not going anywhere. I think that what we're going to start seeing is content, both in the form of social media posts, but also like news articles and that kind of thing being produced. And it will be tagged as to whether it was created by a human or it was created by AI. So it'll, you'll read the news article and it'll say this was written by AI. We know that's going to happen because news sites, I think like Fox and BuzzFeed News, they've already announced that they're going to use AI to write news. So that's coming. Yep. Um, is AI going to take everyone's jobs in content marketing and will you be able to hire an AI to do your marketing for you? Definitely not yet. Uh, the tone is just not good enough. It does still sound like a robot. 
Um, and what you'll find is it's really good. It's going to be really good for like admin and getting rid of those annoying tasks that you don't want to do with your marketing, like scheduling your posts or coming up with a content plan, just being like, I don't know what to write. Just tell me what to do. Mm. Thing. We all love that kind of thing. Um, you will still have to create your own content though, because at the end of the day, human beings connect with human beings. So I think we're going to see as a result of generative AI being so big, people are going to want more and more real human connection. So they, they're going to want the videos of the person speaking face to camera. They're going to want the photo that's like almost a little bit crappy because it looks real, because like the photo that the AI comes with, up with is going to be too good. You know what I mean? Mm. So that that's my first prediction. I don't know if that was much of a prediction, but um, generative AI is absolutely here to stay. And I think it's just going to explode over the next 12 months, but I don't think it's going to completely replace content marketing. The other thing to keep in mind is um, these AI generators, they can, they've only, ChatGPT has only ingested information up to the end of 2021, hasn't yet for 2022. So it can tell you everything about the past. It cannot predict trends. It cannot predict the future. So that's one thing to keep in mind about AI. It cannot tell you what is going to be cool, what people are going to want. It can only tell you what has already happened. So we're still going to be relying on humans to tell us, yeah, what's coming next. And that's just like an, an interesting little tidbit. Um, it's, it's, it's actually interesting you say that as well uh, because – that's why in you know our incubator program, um, in our marketing session that we do, I would say that's one of the sessions that we actually tweak like really regularly because things change and we have to keep up to speed with what is going on in the marketing world, but we like to break it down into a not so overwhelming, confusing kind of approach because no one no one can deal with that. It's too much. But the relevancy that it has at the end of the day because things do change in the digital world but those foundations stay the same like you said that's our big focus in our incubator program like just as an example totally totally and and generative ai is it's just not smart enough yet to predict the future and like when it does that's probably when we all die yeah it knows how to outsmart us and it will just like remove oxygen from the atmosphere because that will be the only thing that stands in the way of it taking over the world like it's the human race so, and, and how many years away and what's your you know let's take some bets on that um, oh, about 10 max like, <laughs> oh god okay um i'm yeah i might go put on my tinfoil hat and uh just rock back and forth. yeah yeah Move for um and then in terms of other predictions look what i would say is um image is back as we've just discussed so like, uh, we're definitely going to see people showing a bit of a preference towards images again. And I think as a whole, uh, less polished. Everything's going to be less polished on social media. People don't want to see your perfect home or, or your perfect business anymore. They want to see the real behind the business. They want that community connection. They want to support small business. They want to know who's behind it. Um, and, yeah, I, I just think like, they don't care about, like, uh, your perfect picture home results they want to see like what went into the project and and all of the behind the scenes that's what we're going to see more of because people are tired of everything being perfect all the time mm, authenticity is yeah it's really valuable sort of stuff and it i think makes people connect to your business 
on a personal level rather than being this huge corporation that they don't feel any connection to whatsoever. So authenticity is uh, a really, it's a really great approach, but it's also, it's easier to manage because it means you can be your authentic self rather than trying to be someone else online. Yeah, absolutely. And then my, my final thing, because I just can't get enough of giving you predictions, I just won't let you wrap up. Love it, love it. Please, 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 please. Um, the last thing I would say is our attention spans are getting even worse as a result of our digital media consumption, as a result of TikTok and Instagram. Like, I can't focus on anything for more than four seconds before mm-hmm. I found something else to do. That's going to continue to get worse. And how that's relevant is it will continue to shape marketing and what we do with content marketing because we have to get people so quickly so like i said as much as people want that authentic authenticity and community connection and all of that people as i mentioned are very self-centered and very focused on like how can you help me what are you doing for me how does this affect my life so you have even less time to communicate that and the way i always push back on my clients is i'm like let's get real because they'll be like oh what i can do is like I can really help you with this and I can help you feel this way. And I always have to push back and be like, but why is that important? Why does it matter? And it always comes down to the same things, which is like, you're going to save people money. You're going to stop their house from falling down on top of them. Um, That's probably about it. That's probably all people care about is like money. And am I going to be alive? Is my house going to be standing? So, and I guess I'm saving that sort of time element when it comes to those uh, business clients of, dealing with people that mess them around and they waste their hours and they're stressed yep. because they're running a business as well and whatever it might be. Totally. So just keep that in mind. Like you are fighting the shortest attention span in history right now when you're creating content. So, you know, everything you do asks, can I make it shorter? Can I make, make it more succinct? Because you, you don't have a minute anymore to convince someone. You have like five seconds. Mm. You have one second almost, right? Like people are just... How often do you see a video on TikTok and the person opens their mouth and you've scrolled? You're just like, nah, too late. I don't even care. So keep that in mind. Be real, but be succinct. It takes time. It takes effort. And, and you know, you'll have to train yourself a little bit because none of us are born at doing this. I'm certainly not. I could talk for hours. Um, and it all comes back to, like, knowing who you are, who do you help, what do you do? Leave it at that. Just be succinct, short and sharp, get to the point or get out. Would you? Yes. As less aggressive. <laughs> yeah, but like, that's valid. Truly, get out. Don't waste yeah. my time. Me as a social media user, I'm like, I'm bored. What do you got for me? Thank you, next. So, yeah. <laughs> so, next. Thank you, next. You're the great words of Ariana Grande for any fans out there. Thank you, next. Uh, so, listen, Laura Boyd, uh, digital marketing uh, wonder woman. Thank you so much for being on the Trader Success podcast today. Um, you bring such a wealth of knowledge and uh, you're my sister. So I kind of like, I don't know, I'll see you on the weekend. Um, I'll text you maybe like our plans. That'll be fun. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And um, I look forward to having you on the show again, of course. Um, for all of our uh, listeners down in the show notes, there there is a link for you to get a complimentary 30-day trial to our Mastermind program. Um, we would love to see you there. And until next time, catch you later. See you. Thank you.